worship him and say, Lord, we are very grateful. Thank you for the journey so far. God has been merciful. Let's thank him for the year 2023 as the year is running up. Let's appreciate him and bless his name and say, Lord, we are grateful. Let's thank him from the bottom of our hearts and Lord, we are sincerely grateful. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have worship. And so, Father, we thank you for this time. Lord, you have really helped us. You did all the work and you deserve all the praises. Father, we return all the glory to your name for sin today. And we believe we are going to see the end of the year in joy. Daddy, take all the glory in Jesus' name. Thank you for your blessing and your grace upon our life and our journeys. Father, we now be exalted in Jesus' name. Bless us with your word in the name of Jesus. And let your name alone be glorified. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And the church said the loudest, Amen. Amen. Please be seated. God bless you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I'd like to welcome everyone to this important service and especially all our members are coming from far and near. All the way from Lagos, all the way from Abuja, all the way from Obomasho, and all the way from Oshogbo environments. And from Undo to the Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Uh, there are so many people here that are new. Dr. Adie, you are welcome. <laughs> you are welcome again. God bless you in Jesus' name. Ejina Demola and his wife welcome you back to church. Will you please stand up and shout hallelujah? God bless you, sir. God bless you, man. Let's clap hands together for Jesus. I know yeah, I know you stand up and shout hallelujah. I know I like to hear your voice. I know. Yeah, shout hallelujah. No. Okay, Uncle Akpe, Adejuji family, wherever you are, stand up and shout hallelujah. All right, I don't want to miss anyone. If I've not seen you for a long time, will you please stand up and shout hallelujah? Oh, engineer, Deleon Shele. Oh, yeah, engineer. Engineer Wale. Oh, yeah, engineer Wale, shout hallelujah. Yeah, bro, Lasu come here and his wife from Abuja to stand up wherever you are. Oh, yeah, stand up. The Chicago connection. Stand up, shout hallelujah. Let's hear your voice. All right. I welcome all of you to church. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. You are blessed and you are wonderfully favored by the Lord. I want to thank God for the Bible study team. Can we clap hands together for Jesus? For that beautiful work that they have done. I was just thinking why they were doing the presentation. That wish many people attend Bible study services. I love Bible study because I pick revelations, hidden words, understanding, different uh, comments or questions. We hear a lot during the Bible study. I don't know. We, we've tried. I remember there was a time me and Ejinadi were discussing why some people don't attend Bible study. And we said we should change the dates. From Friday, from uh, when, when is it? it was on Wednesday before to Friday. Some of you don't know that our communion used to take place on 
on Fridays. We thought maybe people are busy, that's why they don't attend Bible study that would normally feast on Wednesday. So we decided to shift the date. Let's put the communion back to Wednesday and make Bible study on Friday. I'm trusting God that the new year will be better. I, and I, please, Prof, give people that have attended Bible study. I, I love the, people that attended Bible study. If you have ever missed the Bible study throughout the year, raise up your hand. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's true. That, let's clap for her. Please, it's good to be coming. It is by coming that you have faith. Clap again for her. You don't want to clap again. People that have never missed any of the Bible study for no reason at all. They always come and attend. They will attend the communion service and they will still come for Bible study. I have a dream. I see a church that will love the word of God. That when we are doing Bible study, it will look like a service. Can somebody say amen to that? And the reason why I'm emphasizing this is because as the world is advancing, many were thinking that Bible is no longer relevant in our days. In fact, when the message is going on, some people would prefer to be on their phone. They are answering WhatsApp messages and they're on their Facebook. Because they think Christianity is religion. It's just another way of entertaining people. But that is not correct. In my days, I would see people rushing to church. They will rush. They want to be in church. There was a time in one church, the church was open, and a guy broke the windows of the church to come in. And the ushers want to remind him, and the, the pastor said, leave him. I like that kind of thing. I like people that break into the church. Have you not heard that some people break the roof to lower somebody to the church? It's good for people to rush into the church when they feel that they are late or they won't have space than for people to come late to the church and still be discussing outside. It shows there is nothing serious that is going on inside. We must get to a time when we are serious with the word. That was what was going through my mind. I wish all these Bible studies that we have mentioned were all here, especially those of us that are in town, that were here, physically present, and we're able to add additional things on the earth. That is my prayer. And we're going to have it in Jesus' name. I have done it before, and I can still do it again. I know some, of, some people that follow me from Vakoma knows that when we're having Bible study, it's like we're having a church service. The church will always be full because everybody feels that Bible study is important. In the new year, the wonderful year 2024, all of us will be attentive to the word of God. In the name of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Let me just summarize the Bible study week by preaching on the topic of title Living an Outstanding Life. God wants you to be outstanding. He wants you to be unique. And that is taken from the book of Matthew chapter 5 verses 13 to 16. You are the salt of the heart, but if the salt have lost its savour, where we shall it be sorted. It is there, thenceforth good for nothing, but to be cast out and to be trodden under the foot of men. He are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick and a given light unto all that are in the house. Let your light 
so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. This will be your portion in Jesus' name. And Isaiah chapter 2, verse 2 to 3 says, It shall come to pass in the last days, Isaiah chapter 2, And it shall come to pass in the last day, that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on the top of the mountains, and shall be exalted above the east, and all nations shall flow into it. Verse 3, And many people shall go and say, Come ye, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, and he will teach us of his ways, and we will walk in his path. For out of Zion shall go forth the law, the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. To live an outstanding life, we must hear the good teachings of Jesus. A lot of people think that Christianity is a religion. No, Christianity is a way of life. I listened to a man that you may know by name, Kingsley Okonko, a marriage counselor, specialist based in Lagos yesterday. And he said, for anybody to call him and speak with him for one hour is five hundred dollar. That's about six hundred and something thousand naira. And even one of our friends, Nubumosho, has started that also. They will call him in the night and we ask him questions and we charge them in dollar. That's what is going on now. But you can hear marriage counseling free of charge when you come to church and you listen to good sermons. Good sermons produces good results. If you don't have ear to hear good messages, you eventually pay for it. And the moment he mentioned the amount, people say, ah. And he said, if you are depressed, you go to the doctor and they give you drug, you pay for consultation fee. If you have trauma in your marriage, you go to therapists and they charge you. If you are having sleepless nights, you go for people that will help you. Why do you think counseling is expensive? Good teachings will make your life peaceful. Good teachings will make your life peaceful. Isaiah 54 verse 13. My people, my children shall be taught of the Lord and great shall be their peace. There's a correlation between what you hear and the peace you enjoy in life. That's why you have to be available to hear good teachings. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 20. Incline your ears unto my sayings. Listen attentively to my word. Verse 21. For they are life to them that have it and hate to hold their flesh. If you are somebody that have addiction to hearing good messages, very soon the reward will show in your life. But if you are somebody that have a block ears, anytime message is going on, you are not willing to listen. Be ready for the trauma that is ahead. Because one day, you will need a counselor. And I'm hearing that all over now, even all over the world. I'm just traumatized. I don't want anybody to talk to me. My head is full. I cannot sleep. And they will tell them, sit down, stand up. May that not be your portion in Jesus' name. Mark chapter 10, verse 38 to 42. Mary and Martha were in the house. Jesus visited. 
Mary chose to sit down and to listen to the good teachings of Jesus. Why? Nobody talks like Jesus. Nobody preaches like Jesus. Jesus cannot be around and what you can do is to be cooking. It shows that your priority is wrong. The message cannot be going on and what you decide to do is to chat or to be involved in other activity. That means you don't know the value of good teachings. And Martha said, why don't you tell these idiots to stand up and help me in serving? And Jesus answered the woman, you don't know what you are saying. There's one thing that is needful in life. And Mary has chosen that good part that cannot be taken away from her. And what is that thing? Listening to good teachings. It will influence your life. You want to live an outstanding life? Let your hair be available. Luke chapter 8 verse 18. Listen carefully to what you hear. For what you hear will determine what you have. Luke chapter 8 verse 18. Take it therefore how you hear. For whosoever hath to him shall be given. And whosoever hath not from him shall be taken even that which he seemed to have. Look at what he says. How you hear what you have. There's a correlation between what you hear and what you have. You want your life to be better? Get time to listen to good messages. Load yourself with it. It will produce in your life. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 to 29. Come to me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. Take, learn of me. Take my yoke upon you. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. Take my yoke upon you. Learn of me. Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. And I will give you rest. Verse 29. Take my yoke upon you, learn of me, for I am meek and lowly not, and you shall find rest unto your soul. Hearing good teachings will influence your life. Acts chapter 20 verse 32. I commit you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you your inheritance among them that are sanctified. If Paul says that's what you need to enjoy inheritance in Christ, then you better listen. Take time to listen. If you are too busy to listen, you'll be frustrated in life. You want to live an outstanding life. You need to have time to listen to the word of God. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16. Come boldly to receive the abundance of grace. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 2. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of him. We pray for grace, but grace can be received, downloaded by listening to good teaching. What you hear, determine the grace that follows you. I've told you time without number. I'm going to say it again. I know some of you, you believe in this adage, but it's wrong. I don't care what you know. Or did I know how you care? For me, I don't care how you care. I want to know what you know. What you know can take care of me. I want to know what you know. If I know what you know, I will produce your results. And I will be able to take care of myself. Tell me what you know. Tell me what you know that is making your life better. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Maybe some part of it can enter my life. Maybe part of it can enter my life. And Romans chapter 5 verse 17. Those who that receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness 
shall reign in life. That abundance of grace be abundant word. Love it. Hear it. Listen to good messages. I know some people are corrupted. Anytime they preach, they try to miss it with serviceness or attack mentality. That word will not do you any good. Listen to good, straight word, not perverted word. I see some people, anytime they are sharing anything on WhatsApp, it's one bad message or the other. Listen to good messages. Good messages, they produce outstanding life. Okay, number two way to live an outstanding life is by living a quality life. You only have one life to live. Live a healthy life. Live a joyful life. Live a life of decision. Live a life of vision. Make sure you are living intentionally. Some people think that we are under Riyasa. We are not under Riyasa. This is your life. Make your life a quality one. Choose deliberately to be happy with yourself, with your life. Live a life of vision. What is vision? Having a mental picture of a preferred future. You must know where you are going if you are going to get there. Without vision, there can be no direction. Without vision, there can be no decision. Without vision, there can be no future. Your life, this year, 2023, can be exactly 2024 if you don't have a different vision for yourself. It doesn't matter where you are. You must be able to see something better. Maybe, for instance, now we are getting to December and you discover that practically you don't have much. I'm just trying to be mind. And you say, 2024, it will not be like this. I must have something that I have to see I'm proud of. And you know, in this church, we emphasize that you should have saving. In all your spending, you should see you have saving. Because when opportunity come, it will land on the saving that you have. So you are saying, oh, this year, I'm going to the next year empty. But Lord, if you spare my life, in year 2024, I will have something to boast of by the end of the year. That's what we are talking about. That is having a practical vision for your life. You don't let a non-believer say, ah, his life is better. He say, he tell Lord Churchy, that's not the life that God has destined for us. Our life should be a living message about the goodness of Christ. You are a living reality of what we preach. You are not begging. You are not borrowing. You are living a healthy life. Because you are prioritizing things that are important. Things that are not important, you are putting them away. Your focus is straight. You have a mental picture about where you want to get to in life. Or maybe you are struggling with your head of one lady or the other. You are saying, this is a challenge. I must focus it in prayer. I must visit the hospital. I must check what is wrong. No, I must live a healthy life for my sake. Don't just let life take its course and come in the general opinion that life is hard. You heard what Prof said, um, that rise was 20,000 January last year. Today is above 50,000. But the truth of the matter is that you have to eat rice. <laughs> you just must eat rice. If you don't eat rice in a year, something is wrong with you. It's about the common food. So you have to know how to get about it and say, no, I will not be begging. Something must get better. You must live a life of vision. Proverbs 29, 18 says, where there is no vision, the people perish. 
Genesis 49, verse 2 to 4 says, where you cannot decide where you are going, or unstable as water, you cannot exhale. It doesn't matter your position in the family. Look at what it says. Put it on, put it on Genesis 49, verse, verse, verse 3 to 4, because, because some people talk about uh, prayer for the last born, prayer for the first born, prayer for the middle born. It's not about the middle born. It's about fishing. Reuben! Reuben! I don't know who is behind Reuben here. I'm calling all the Reubenites. Reuben! Thou art my firstborn, my might, and the beginning of my strength, the excellency of dignity, and the excellency of power. Verse 4. Unstable as water. You are not deciding where you are going. Unstable as water. Any form, any association, any gathering, anything. He said, thou shalt not exhale. That looked like a cause. But the reason why it's cause is because it's unstable. Undecisive about issues of life. You have to make certain decisions if life will work for you. You have to make decisions about this relationship I must cut. This one I must stick. This one is effort. This is my priority. You have to be decisive. Determined. Committed to your vision. Before you have results in life. That is how to live a quality life. Otherwise, we just be marking calendar. And I pray that will not be your portion in Jesus' name. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 2 says, Write the vision. Make it plain. That he may run. That he did it. Hack chapter 26 verse 19. Apostle Paul gave us a secret. Acts chapter 26 verse 19. He said, O King Agrippa, I am not what? Disobedient to my heavenly vision. Let me tell your neighbor, say, don't be disobedient to the vision that God has given to you. Follow the vision. Follow the plan. You will excel. You will be outstanding. You will make it. We will celebrate you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Say the loudest, Amen. I read one more. I will go to the next one, which is the last one. Matthew chapter 6, verse 22 to 23. The light of the body is the high. Fission is important. The glory of your light is what you can see today. Other may not see it, but you can see something ahead. I tell you, you are coming back to give you testimony. People that get better in life, they can see the future. If you can't see five years from here, you are in trouble. In fact, most great destiny are determined by what they can see. And anytime you are, you are approaching something big, what that thing will require from you is vision. We pay for the application fee for university. For our university. And I discover essentially what is in the form is understanding the vision clearly. Where will the university be in five years' time? In 10 years' time? In 15 years' time? In 25 years' time? Apart from what you have, what they want you to know is where are you actually going with this university? And the form is detailed. It's like a booklet on its own. Not a form that you feel in the hurry. It's a big form. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thy eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. Full of light here means full of life. 
full of health, full of joy, full of prosperity. If you are fishing, your life will be full of health. But if thy eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? The Bible is emphasizing the power of fishing. If we pray, if we sink, if we do anything, and you don't have a personal vision for your life, there's no way your life can be better. You must be determined to live a quality life for your sake, maybe also for the sake of your children. Okay, number three way, to live an outstanding life is by becoming a blessing to your world. That is the mandate that we have. We are not called to be blessed alone. We are called to be what? A blessing. What does it mean to be a blessing? Be faithful. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 20. Be faithful to the one that is blessing you. Proverbs 28, verse 20. A faithful man shall continually be in blessing. If we abide in blessing. A faithful man. Be faithful to God. That is number one. Then be deliberate about being a blessing to humanity. God taught me a lesson this week. I will never forget. I, I traveled last week for something that was important. And by the time we were coming back, I noticed the way Tokwe was driving. And I said, oh, something is wrong with the hand of the vehicle. He said, I noticed when we were going. So by the time he dropped me and I was driving, I said, oh no. The hand of this vehicle is not good again. So I said, okay, let's go to the band that normally change some things. So I took it there in the evening. He drove it around. He said, oh, this rubber is not good. Stabilizer is not good. Uh, this is not good. I said, okay, I'll bring it in the morning. I'll leave it with you. Just change it. I, I, I want to enjoy my driving. So, and he didn't call me. But by the time I got there, he said, the soccer server is bad. The stabilizer is bad. This rubber is bad. I have changed it. I was wondering, are you sure you have changed it? Then he showed me one. He said, I woke in Paro. Katabai changed Lamansha. So he gave me the bill and I transferred the money to him. But the next day I started feeling I'm not that comfortable. So I took to the place where they normally do alignment and some things like that. And by the time the man entered, I said, Oga, Esokale, create a change. Uh, stabilizer rubber or something. I say, ah, he, he changes now. He said he changed one. He did not change the other. We say maybe a minimum leader that new. I said this was the one that he showed me, and he told me he has changed the two. I said, okay, don't worry. Let me go back to him. I got back to him. He was not there, so I was calling him. He said, I'm praying. I said, pray very well. So he prayed. After some time, he came to me. He said, "A pastor, I look at him. I was angry, but something inside me said, "Just bless him." I said, "May the Lord bless your prayer." I answer all the prayer you have prayed. He said, "Amen." He said, "What is the problem?" I said, "They notice that they have not." He said, oh, "I want more money." I me. I change I said, "May the Lord bless you. You have done a good work." I kept my anger. I was just saying, "Oh, the Lord bless you. You are a prayer warrior." So I was asking myself, what are you doing? So I told him, I'm becoming a blessing, even to the unworthy person. What I supposed to tell him is that I do a rolling, but I do a new league, but I like it. 
But I deliberately, you know, at times, I, I deliberately allow God to just make me the pastor that I am. <laughs> just, I just bless him. I behave as if the thing did not affect me. But to tell you the truth, it affected my program. I don't like going to the mechanic at all. At all, at all, at all, at all. So I bless him very well. And after I finish, I say thank you. I give the boys that did it, you know. Take 500 and I, you know, I just left. I left like that. And I was smiling. I said, ah, I'm a blessing today. This is the biggest blessing I've ever given to anybody. Somebody that is not worthy. I was happy with myself. And lo and behold, somebody sent money to my account. God asked me to bless you. I said, ah, it's good to be a blessing. You see, that is the way we are made. God wants us to bless even the unworthy. If I begin to probe him, we have a reason. And I'll be annoyed. So I just decided to, let me just bless him. Let me just leave him and just say, God answer your prayer. I say, you have prayed very well for repair my vehicle. Please, I want to be deliberate about blessing people. That is the way to bless unworthy people. Not everybody will be worthy of your blessing. Some people are frustrated and they want to frustrate you. Some people think that maybe you have more than enough. That's why we are giving them things. Some people think that the best way to cheat is to cheat anybody that look rich. I remember one of my staff took me to one of his tailor. And he was billing me high. And he said, ah, I'm gami. And he said, I'm going to I'm going to and it was saying why I was there. So please, let's become a blessing. God has called us to be a blessing to our world. Genesis chapter 12, verse 2. I will bless you, and you will be a blessing. Say with me, I will be a blessing. I can't hear you. Okay, say to your neighbor, you will be a blessing. Say, you are called to be a blessing. You must be a blessing at all times. Say to him or her, say, you will not curse anybody. You will bring blessing to humanity in the name of Jesus. I love this. Acts chapter 20 verse 35. I have shown you all things. How that so by laboring, you ought to support the weak. And to remember the words of our Lord Jesus. How he said... It is more blessed to give than to receive. The ultimate reason why we are blessed in life by anything is to put smile on somebody's faces. Be a reason why somebody will be happy during this season. You don't have money, but give them good word. Encourage somebody. Don't just be cold. Be a blessing to people. If you are going to comment on anything, comment on something that is good. Let us encourage each other and be a blessing to our world. Let's bless even the unworthy in our midst. Or maybe somebody have not greeted you for a year. Let's be a blessing to them. Let us be the reason why somebody is laughing, is rejoicing, is celebrating Christmas. The purpose of Christmas is to become a blessing. I don't believe you are blessed until you are a blessing to people around you. Be a blessing to your family. 
Let them thank God for all your running up and down. Let them thank God for it. Be a blessing to your wife. Be a blessing to your children. Be a blessing to the church. Be a blessing to everybody around you. Let the whole world feel the impact of your blessing. And forever, God will continue to bless you in Jesus' name. Maybe I read three more. Genesis 8:22. Why the earth remains, seed time and harvest will not cease. People that bless other people, God will continue to bless them. Second Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8. God is able to make all grace advance towards you so that you have all sufficiency and also be able to become a blessing to other people. May you forever be a blessing. Proverbs 11 verse 25. Proverbs 11 verse 25. The Bible says, Anyone that water, the liberal soul shall be made vat, and he that watereth shall be watered also himself. Anyone that has become a blessing will be like a watered garden. Be a blessing. That's how to live an outstanding life. I said number one, by hearing good messages. Number two, by living a quality life. And number three, by becoming a blessing to your world. Let's try some of our faiths. Lord, I must live an outstanding life. I receive grace to become a blessing to my family, to my environment, to people around me. I must be the reason why this Christmas is good for somebody. Lord, help me to become a blessing. I will bring joy to somebody's life by the reason of my ministry, by the reason of my word. I am called to be a blessing. As you are blessing me, I'm going to bless others in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. I'd like you to talk to God this morning. I want to live an outstanding life. Enough of me, me, me alone. I want to be a blessing. In the name of Jesus. I even bless people that are not worthy. Help me to become a blessing to my world. I'm not just living for myself. I'm living for others. Lord, help me to be a blessing. In the name of Jesus. You are able to make all grace abounds towards me. Lord, help me to be a blessing. The Lord help me to become a blessing in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Please raise your two hands to heaven. Say, Father, I want to live a quality life, a healthy life, a joyful life, a prosperous life, a life of precision. Lord, help me to live a quality life. I don't want anybody to be qualified to pity me. I don't want to live a pitiable life. I want to live a life that I will be happy with. I want to live a life of fulfillment. A life whereby my vision in life will be fulfilled. In the mighty name of Jesus. No distraction. I live a purposeful life. A life full of vision. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, help me to live a quality life. An enviable life. A healthy life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Every distinction in life begins with decision. You have to make a decision and say, Lord, help me to live a quality life. 
I don't want to live a wayward life. Lord, help me. Lord, my life must bring glory to your name. My life must bring glory to your name. Help me, Lord, to live a quality life in my marriage, in my home, in my future, concerning my career. Lord Jesus, help me to live a quality life in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayer. Please raise your hands unto heaven. Every bad messages, negative voices that have stored in my hearing, Father, flush them out in the name of Jesus. Every wrong belief, wrong belief, wrong word that is militating against my progress, that is affecting my destiny or my future or my focus. Every negative word that I've had, either by prophecy or by any man, Lord, I flush them out of my life. I have all possibility. I have potentials. I have opportunity. In the mighty name of Jesus, every seed that my father has not planted, that situation and circumstances have planted in my life, that is limiting me, I uproot them today. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. I uproot every negative satanic word that the devil must have planted into my hearing system. I remove them today in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Now raise your two hands to him. Say, Father, give me appetites for good word, for good messages, for the word of God. As a deer panted over the water, I want to pant after your word. After the right word, after the right messages, in the mighty name of Jesus, I receive grace to constantly desire good messages in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Please, I'd like somebody to make a decision this year. Put your hand upon your head and say with me, Lord Jesus, you are the Lord of my life, you are my helper. You are my future. So I commit the rest of my life into your hand. I will live for you. Make a decision today. One of the things that I said about when we are talking about worship is that we are not customers in church. Most church people think that they are customers. We are worshipers. God does not call us customers. We have come to worship our king. The one that died for us. Lord, I will be an addicted worshippers. I will never find a reason to complain about your name or about your work. I will worship you all the days of my life. I will not be tired of worshipping you, of celebrating you, of being thankful to you. I receive grace to be an addicted worshipper. Somebody that loves God. I receive grace to worship God at all time in the name of jesus i refuse to be fake about it i will worship you with everything you have given to me in the name of jesus in the name of jesus lord i commit myself to your worship in the name of jesus wherever i may be i will never abandon this cause i will worship you all the days of my life thank you jesus in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Father, make us outstanding. Help us to live an enviable life. Lord, whatever may be the pitfall or limitations in our life or weaknesses, 
Father, help us to overcome them in the name of Jesus. Every decisions that will take us to the top, Lord, help us to take them in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for vision that will take us to the top. We pray for determination. We pray for discipline. Father, we pray for associations and connections that will move us to the next level. Father, prepare them for us in the name of Jesus. We pray that the vision that you are giving to us will be plain. I'll be able to pursue it to the end in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for a life of fulfillment. A life that is healthy. A life that is joyful. A life that produces results. A life that other people want to live. That they will pray to be like us. Father, give it to us in the name of Jesus. Father, is there anyone here that is crying for job? Or that is crying for health? Or that is crying for family? Father, we pray that you supply in the name of Jesus. Let your grace be sufficient in Jesus' name. Father, I'm praying this morning that everyone under the sound of my voice will become a blessing. We will bring laughter to our world. Joy to the system. Promotion to other people's life. will be a reason why other people are thanking you. Help us to become a blessing in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Take all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let's put our hand together for Jesus. He's worthy. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah.